But her ass was in there for 25 years before, you know what I'm saying? Like, so who, we, we waiting on niggas to die, they ain't gonna never die. We need to push niggas out. Because they, all they doing is getting fucking comfortable, you know, making promises and spreading lies. And then a month before motherfucking election, they want to stand outside and, you know, say they've been doing something when they haven't been. Okay, or so you know. I'm gonna pause you right here because I'm gonna get started. I'm sorry. Before, okay. Because <laughs> I'm not sick of Cleveland. Not, I love Cleveland to death, though, for real. I ain't gonna okay. lie. But I'm okay. just, so you know, let's just let me let tell folks what they're listening to. You are listening to the Wanderlust podcast. We got a lot of places to go and a lot of things to cover, so let's get started. Today, we have the same panel as last week. Yeah, last week. Um, so if we could just go down the line real quick and introduce yourself. <laughs> Over here again. Give you time to chew. Silk. Come on. So anyway. Hi, my name is Frankie. Hey Frankie. Um next is I'm Unity. And lastly. And I'm Silk. <laughs> Silk and her chips. Um, you a so, let you know. right, we gotta just give you a, a heads up next time. I'm sorry, that's my fault. I'll let you know. Um, so, where we starting is talking about like the art scene in Cleveland, trying to make a small business here in Cleveland. Just the the struggle that is trying to do something here in Cleveland. In Unity, you were on a kick, and I'm gonna edit that just a little bit. Okay. That was off the record. Okay. Well, <laughs> then I'm just gonna use that last sentence out of context, and no one will know what you were what talking I, about. What I say? I don't know. But it'll be good. It'll be good. I promise. The whatever sentence I use, it'll be out of context and great, and no one will know what you were talking about. Okay. Because you said some great stuff in there. Did I? Were you recording all that shit? Yes, sir. Are you sneaking? I know a little, but because you was in it, you were passionate. I didn't want to lose that energy. So. Okay, so real quick, like, I'm an indie filmmaker, uh, Unity is indie filmmaking and photography and just all kinds of art. I know, right? I never know how to narrow it down. That's okay. Just art and stuff. Art and art, stuff. Art and social justice, like, <laughs> some type of Because also theater, right? Yeah, like, I forgot yeah, theater, too. theater. Yeah, Right, so yeah. art and social justice and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And Silk is our wardrobe stylist. Um, not I'm our fashion stylist. Fashion. And I have a fashion business. I'm sorry. And I'm also a writer. Okay. <laughs> okay, my bad, because I said wardrobe. I meant, I should have said fashion. I'm going to tell you, I am wardrobe, though. Well, I guess that's true. Right. Yeah. And then, Frankie, you trying to just get into yeah, the I art. Just, I just want to put my foot in the door. Right. This shit is hard. <laughs> Girl, you better build one and paint that shit purple and bust through it. You know shit. what? I, okay. I told you, did, have you, are you friends with me on Facebook? Did you see? I um, You might not have seen. I recently had this interview at some uh, oh, spa God. in North oh, Olmstead. And this little, this woman interviewed me. Her daughter was in the room and I was wearing like this black fuzzy sweater. Why was her daughter in the room? Fuck if I know. Honestly, <laughs> I still don't understand. Every time I go there, she's there. Huh. Anyway, so I was wearing this black fuzzy sweater. This girl keeps staring at me. After a while, she goes, oh, uh, uh, the woman is like, oh, so honey, why are you why are you looking at her? She's like, oh, I'm fine. Uh, she just looks like a big black grizzly bear. And I'm oh, like, shit. Oh, clearly shit. I can't work anywhere oh, without oh, dealing shit. with racism. I'm like, what did your mama say? 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 Okay, I'm sorry. First of all, what the fuck did Not a damn thing. Okay, She just laughed. Okay, hold up. She laughed? She laughed. Like giggle, giggle? Like ha, ha, ha. Okay, so first off, <laughs> what, what, you didn't need to pick up a pen. This is off the record if you don't want to put it on the What's the name of this spa? Hmm. 
You can just write it down. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this way no one can okay. see. We're going to start there. Second of all, now you did like publicly put this out. You said something about it. I put it on Facebook. And I my Facebook's private because I don't know. Like, first of all, I've been doing, okay. The interviewing process for me has essentially been, I went in, I designed an email for her and I sent it out, like a email blast for her, which was is going to bring her business because she doesn't know what she's doing with the computer. I uh, organized all of her email addresses, all of her clients. Um, she Wait, told me this is the interview process. This is the for interview this process. Okay. Yeah, she wanted to see. She wanted to quote unquote see what I knew about computers. Hell no. Yeah, exactly. So um, she brought me in a second time. She said, "Bring your stuff. We're gonna get you signed up. I'm, uh, we're gonna get you in the uh, payroll. We're gonna start." And I was like, "Okay." I bring, come back the second time, intending intending to talk to her about what her fucking daughter said to me. She one wasn't there the whole time. She still had me. I was taking. Um, I was taking. Um, appointments i was making sure everybody's shit was together and i don't fucking work there so my plan is to go in there and ask for some money because like ask for my money that i should be paid for for advertising for you because otherwise i have some leverage it's that simple like her daughter called me a grizzly bear and you don't have shit to say so then how old is was the daughter about oh the 10 to 12 young young girl um, but old enough to so you were old interviewing, but you did some work for her. Mm-hmm. Which, first of all, that's enough. You don't do this shit no more. No, that ain't. That's that not an interview process. If you want a motherfucking intern or something, then you ask for an intern. You do. If you need a sample from me for something, I can send you a sample. But to come in and do some work for you for an interview is always a fucking no. Okay. And no, because that don't even make sense. And, and that's paid again, training number two. I haven't been. I haven't been in the. Again. Well, now you're in the game and now you know. Frankie's so the youngest of us. I don't give a fuck. Now and you know. Make, I'm just now you know. Don't and this makes no me like want to discuss black girls' races. When they go through the, the, the interview process, well, mm-hmm. it's certain things. It don't matter what company it's for. Mm-hmm. And if ever they ask you to do something like that and you feel like, okay, maybe I'll take a chance, do a mock. Don't ever use their actual client, their actual, exactly. all that. Exactly. Because number two, number two, whatever spa this was, and she was giving you information to email her clients or email whoever, whoever's mm-hmm. email, that's the violation too. Because you don't mm-hmm. even know, you don't even work for her. Mm-hmm. You're just some, not to be like that, but you're she just some me. random person who walked in mm-hmm. and she's giving out this information for you to do. Exactly. And then, it, like, that's exactly. HIPAA, that's, girl, that's all type of, and dealing, especially dealing with a spa, like, which is a, um, which is almost like it's um it's still healthcare, it's still health, mm-hmm. it's still that industry. Mm-hmm. That's a big ass no no. So right. she, and she had to have known she was wrong. Number two, on top of that, like as far as what the little girl said, mm-hmm. yeah, that was wrong. But I'm gonna tell you, like that would have been it for me right there. Because the response should have been from the mother. Mm-hmm. The mother should have said something right there. Oh, honey, no. Like, even if it was even if it was just... A, because you know what? We already know white people are racist. They go home, they talk about us at dinner. They smile in our face and they go home and talk about us at dinner or whatever. Exactly. Oh, they're saying, okay, I already understand that. But in my face, like... At a place of business, uh-huh. I expect you to admonish your daughter. Like, okay, sweetie, you already know that's not okay. Exactly. Even if, exactly. even if we talk about black monkeys <clears throat> every day, all exactly. day at the dinner table, exactly. right here, right now, in my place of business, which number two, well, well, I forgot what number I was on, that you shouldn't even be here. Right. You're underage. Right. I'm interviewing. This is a private exactly. social. Exactly. When you say young, I'm thinking, matter. is she taking over the business? Is she working? Is no, she she's, she's You talk about 10, 12, the bitch should have been somewhere else. Like, yeah, you, see, but that's one of the things 
things that frustrates me, I have a very bad track record with racism at my jobs. Like every single job I've ever had in my life, someone has either called me the N-word you ain't punching people in the face enough. Listen, you're absolutely right. Or like has been has been saying some shit. Mind you, when they as soon as it comes out, I quit. That's it. Like quitting ain't it. No, right. You gotta check a bitch. Oh yeah. You straight up, especially when you know you on your way out the door anyway. Oh, you go out with a bag. Oh, you just procedure. Oh, they knew that I left. Docs. Okay. Yeah, when I, left fashion, everywhere. when I left fashion sense, because uh-huh. I took a whole wardrobe <laughs> for a couple people with me. <laughs> so you got to hit hard, especially when it's it. something like that, because number one, all right, especially if you quit, like, if it's already, regardless, it's going to be on your little thing if you're worried about that. I ain't never worried about that, because jobs going to come and jobs going to go, mm-hmm. and eventually you're going to learn to work for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a whole another situation. Mm-hmm. But something like that, it has to be addressed because... They gonna think it's okay, and that's why you ha- keep having these types of problems. I, <laughs> bitch, you got me fucked up. You think I'm about to sit up here and make money for you, and you treating me and exactly. calling me any type of thing? Oh, I'm gonna that's- show you the black bitch, the black grizzly bear bitch, because now I'm about to be that. Exactly. I'm about to embody that, and I'm about to wreck your shit. And you're gonna and- wish you had never, ever, ever met me exactly. or anybody and I dealt with. And that's what you gotta do. If mm-hmm. you're not comfortable, it's still even. First of all, the power of social media these days gets a lot done for racism and things. Mm-hmm. The internal process, a lot of times, granted, I mean, white people, I generally, I, I do believe they racist. I mean, they just are. They grew up that way, mm-hmm. even covert, overt, even if you don't, even if, like, you know, it, those little subtle things, you know, yeah. that side of the tracks is, is wrong or whatever. Oh, yeah. So they might not even know or feel racist, but they are. It's it, it's internalized because you've it's been this way for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but a lot of times, I mean, for real, for real, like the the upper management, different things don't know what's going on. They don't give a fuck for most part what's going on. Mm-hmm. But when you start making these complaints, when you start going up, so if you don't feel comfortable, you know, going to fuck off, tearing some shit up, mm-hmm. for real, because I will. But <laughs> one, you enlist your motherfucking girlfriends that will. <laughs> but two, you no, do. No. You go up to higher management. Mm-hmm. Sometimes don't quit. Make them fucking fire you. Now start doing this. So first of all, so that you can get, you know, whatever money, things, different things, uh, unemployment or whatever. Make them fire you because they're doing things. Go up to internal. Make these complaints. Mm-hmm. Go to social media when it's seen like because that is totally fucking unacceptable. I mean, period. We mm-hmm. all we. We got enough sense to know that you don't just be overtly racist mm-hmm. in the workplace with your employees, with your with your with patrons. And if you are, it's because you don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And so now you need a, a reason to know. See, I think that's one of the things that's so frustrating, too, is I grew up in Twinsburg, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up in one of the whitest fucking suburbs. And uh, I have been... There's so much like racism from everyone that I think whenever I go to a job and it's like that, I know that it's not just this one person. It's like everybody because even if you hear it and don't say anything, you're being complicit. Like mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I guess it just it feels like I'm I'm not overwhelmed, but what's the word? It's it's me against everyone. It, you know what and I mean? it is overwhelming, and that's it's I mean that's the, like that's the that's the the that's the world we live the, in. The, the world we live in. It is overwhelming. I, I was kind of, I guess, lucky 
I realized literally just to a couple of years ago, I hadn't had much interaction with white people. And when I did start having interaction with them, I didn't know what the fuck to do with them. Like, I mean, to be completely honest, I grew up, I mean, I was in a black community. I went to an Afrocentric school. Then I went to a, like a Muslim high school. It was black. I worked with the African dance community. I worked with nonprofits. So I was, you know, I was just always, and even though I did a lot of things, like my interest took me outside. But, you know, spending a couple, you know, a couple nights at the museum with a group of white folks is different than working with them every fucking day Mm -hmm. when people literally act like you're not a person. You have to find specialized topics to talk about or you just because I walked in the room, somehow you, everything got to stop because you don't know what to do. Like I'm not a, just a living, breathing person like, like you are, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was really like a. It was really different for me because it's just like, you know, they would literally just say black things. I literally had a job where I would walk in and I promise you not, they'd just be like, Aretha Franklin. Like, just, just say a word. Like, <laughs> Wait a minute, are we talking about the same job? Do I know what this job is? I, yes, you okay. <laughs> and it's just That's like, how we met. And it's just like, <laughs> what? why do you feel? And, and I felt mm-hmm. like it was even more ridiculous because we are the job that we're at we have the same interests, we do the same thing, we're learning the same thing. So if you wanted to try to like get to know me or mm-hmm. think that, you know, you could just say something within that interest field. Mm-hmm. Right. But because I'm black and you're racist, <laughs> you, yeah. you just feel like, what can I say to make her comfortable or to make myself comfortable <laughs> or to let her know, like I've seen black things before, like, <laughs> you know. And so, but that's like the lower level, but then to actually go where you being called nigga, where you being called out your name, where, mm-hmm. you know, where you being compared to, you know, no, you ne- being silent is, I mean, I know it's hard, because like, it is you against, and you feel like basically what's going to change. Mm-hmm. The, the whole fucking world racist, you know? Like, yeah. if I make this complaint, when I get fired mm-hmm. and uh, I go to the next job and then they disrespect me too, but you mm-hmm. still have to stand your ground, because that's the only way changes are made. And now, like, yeah. you know, social media, God, I put that fucking spot out. Fuck them. That, if you walking around doing business that way, like mm-hmm. Silk said, first of all, you giving information to a random ass stranger. Mm-hmm. You making people do work for you on, on the guise of trying to hire them. You got your, you know, you unfucking professional with your little fucking kid mm-hmm. in, in a private interview. Mm-hmm. And then you can't even get a handle when they say some out of line shit. They need to be put the fuck out. So, women, my only thing is though, like, it's part of, like, I agree. Okay. I, Put, I'd like to put them out as well. But I understand why you would put that private. I would probably, if I had a situation like that, probably also put that as private because I still need this job. Yeah, that's, it's not her pay. job. That's, well, she's trying to get this job. You still that, trying to get that job? Are you well, serious? Well, well no. She, well, hasn't, she hasn't called me, so, I mean, I'm over it, but like. But if she had a call to you, you would have accepted that job? You would have worked there? Hell no. Frankie, that's the problem. Yeah. Because that's the, I mean, I know, look, money is always going to be an issue. Yes, that's for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. But you can't chase something and then, like, because that's what you're doing. When you're accepting some shit like that, you chasing something. you really about to set up, you you really about to uh, to lower your self-worth and put up with some shit every single day because some shit, if a person shows you their true selves the first time, there, it's not gonna Believe ever get no better. Like it'll never get better. And I understand, like you know, rent gotta be paid, you gotta be taken care of. But guess what? Just like you were called to be in that interview, mm-hmm. other interviews will come. Exactly. Sometimes you just gotta. Uh, <laughs> that's where, like, I, I'm not religious or nothing, but that's where I my thing of faith comes in. Mm-hmm. Just knowing something's gonna happen, knowing, exactly. like, holding on to the the belief that something better is gonna come for you, and not settling for this because that's the case. 
Like, we were all, you know, I, I always tell, like, if somebody asked me, like, for advice on business or something like that, mm-hmm. they be wanting you to, know, like, know, like, what type of book should I read, what app should I, no, you don't need none of that shit. What you need to do first is, number one thing you got to do is figure out what your definition of success is mm-hmm. and define exactly. that for yourself because it's going to be different. To her, it could be a big, huge house on the hills. To me, it's it's living on an island with Wi-Fi and nothing else. Like <laughs> to us, like other people, it's different things. So you have to find out what that is for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. another thing, and this is the hardest thing that people don't do, or this is the thing that people I tell you to do it like today, because it's gonna be a time where it's gonna be a price that a person is gonna hold over you to figure out what you'll do. You have to name your own price and see what for you yourself. want to do for yourself. Exactly. And see what you want to do. Because I can't tell you how many times I've been asked to be a part of something that, yes, the money is was nothing I, I would ever probably see for a minute. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know like I wouldn't be able to sleep with myself at night if I were to do this. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. I wouldn't be able to raise my son knowing that I was the type of person to accept this for this amount. Right. So exactly. like the the money issue, like you gotta separate yourself from that. Cause mm-hmm. that's what's gonna keep you going back to places like that. Yeah, because that, that that's just, not okay. Even without the racism is unacceptable. She you know, the way she handled the situation, basically using you for some work, whatever she wanna call it, mm-hmm. training period, however, that's not that's not that just already shows without the racism. So you're going to be doing things, you know, she may not pay you right. She may, you know, that's, so that whole situation period was, was start, no. Mm -hmm. And like she said, money is definitely, we understand you need, uh, you need a job, the bills banging on the door, but sometimes you just have to say, you know, whatever will be, will be, Mm -hmm. you know, we've all been, I'm going to assume, you know, in a place that's been low, maybe we didn't think we could get out of it. And guess what? We got out of it. Mm -hmm. You, You look back at that stuff and you remember how low you were, mm-hmm. you know, how depressed you were, how you probably felt like you wasn't going to get out of it, mm-hmm. but you did. So in these type of cases, you have to remember, like, things going to get better. You don't have to just take anything. You don't have to just accept anything just because, you know, or desperation. Let that shit go. That shit ain't good enough for you. And, and it's okay to say that. And it's okay to say that with your head held high. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, and that shit ain't good enough for me. And I'm not, you know, I'm not pandering for... For just because I need the job, and I did, I'll let you know. We, I'm gonna put your ass out there. And never do nothing for desperation. Like never. If you're des, like that's another thing too. Like if I'm feeling desperate, I'm desperate about something, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I feel like oh my god I gotta hurry up and I gotta hurry up and try to I need money right now I need to hurry up and try to sell this or I need to hurry up and try to plan to put together this show like half ass just so I can get this money. I would not do it because it wasn't my true. Like it wasn't my true self, like my true, my cause. I wasn't allowing myself to like really think this through like I'm supposed to. I was mm-hmm. doing something out of desperation. Mm-hmm. I would never, um, it's just, it, and that these are things like when people say like, um, you know, you gotta know yourself and you gotta learn yourself. These are the things that you, you're supposed to learn. Not your favorite, you already know your favorite fucking color and what <laughs> what type of shit you like to eat. Right. No, you gotta get like underneath that your own layers. Shit. Like yeah, that internal exactly. shit. And that comes from experiences. Exactly. That comes from meditation. What? That comes from being inside mm-hmm. yourself and realizing what you what's going on take. with your body. What's yeah. your strength? What's your weakness? And real shit that you saying to yourself. You know, I mean, you know, not 
pretty shit. You know, will I suck a dick for fifty dollars? I mean, I mean, like, like say, say that. Shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, like for real, shit. I ain't sucking nothing for less than a hundred. Bitch, don't come here with no fifty dollars. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? So you need to know, like, you really get with yourself. What or or what or question? Why would I accept this? Is it just the fact that you need some money? So then deal with that. Okay, you need to deal with what they or will I accept this? Because I just feel like I have to do something, or I have to do it, or I need them, or I need, you know. So get, ask yourself them questions. Try to answer those questions and know and feel confident in, you know. And it's it's not hard. You turn down shit as business owners. I done done. I do shit. I don't too much do nothing. I don't want to fucking do. But sometimes, <laughs> sometimes in trying to, you know, work with people and network and things, you try to say, okay, is this opportunity worth it? Or is this going to help me? Or, you know, and I find in most cases, hell no. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you find that you've done this a lot of times. So now it's hard. Sometimes somebody come with some decent money, but you like, you know, maybe the work is too much for the money. Or maybe yo, you know, indecisive ass don't, you know, or maybe I just don't like your fucking spirit and I don't want to work with you. And it's hard sometimes to say, okay, I'm going to turn down that money. But you have to, you have to be the faith. You have to have the faith to say something's going to come. Something I'm, you know, better and you're going to feel much better about yourself when you're able to accept that thing that that you were supposed to get anyway. That happens a lot with, like, the stuff that I try to do within fashion, like, Different photographers want to work with me, different models want to work with me, or different organizations want me to do things. But number one, my integrity is everything. My name is all I have. Like when Scarface said, all I have is my balls and my words, I feel the same. My balls are just up higher. Like, you know what I'm just saying? like that's all I have. I have my name and the name of my business, and I can't fuck that up for nothing because. I have spent years trying to build up to just, and I ain't even nowhere yet, but I spent years trying to build that name up the House of Fly by Lady Silk LLC. And I'll be damned if I associate my name with something that, that ain't kosher with what I, with mm-hmm. my, with my, that exactly. aligns with my spirit. Mm-hmm. Because people try to say like, you know, business and personal and separate. No, it's, it is separate, but it's still the same because it's not just like, I don't have a conglomerate. Like it's not me and a board member. And a, no, right, it's you me. your own brand. Like, this is me. So if I'm doing business with you, it's going to be personal. Of course it's going to be personal. So if I personally don't like you or don't like what you're doing, what you're standing for, no, I don't give up how much you're going to fly me out to this place to do this. I, I, I'm not hearing you. I'm not even listening to I you. I have a conversation it, it don't, about that um, too. And, and and sometimes I do. I think like, damn, for this this month, I got I need to make this amount of money. And I know if I accept this, then that'll put me way over. But what will it do to me spiritually? Like signing off on something that I just know ain't no good for me and the betterment of my business. Because I plan to be around. Like if I was just going, you know, if I was just having a uh, flash in the pan, like oh I'm a stylist and I just you know do this every now and again. I, this is something I do for fun, and I get my little money for it. But no, like, this is a business I plan to have around forever. I want it to last after me. Like, mm-hmm. even if my son don't have nothing to do with it, I'm still build, building a legacy that I want to be around for other black girls who mm-hmm. who who want to see them, them themselves in those fashion magazines and the front pages with all the contributors. Exactly. And you look exactly. for these black faces, and they're not there. So I'm doing it for them like Mm -hmm. so I cannot at any point in my journey at any point in my business journey can I ever accept money for something that I know will put a question mark on Mm -hmm. on on anything else that I've done because once you do that everything else you have ever done is going to be questioned right so certain things I don't even put on my Facebook page I be wanting oh my god like I be wanting to go hard 
Right. I be wanting to go hard, and that's where it comes where, okay, you got to have a certain, um, like, a, a, a team. You got to have, you got to build your own team. You got to have your, not just cheerleaders, but somebody you could talk to, mm-hmm. somebody you could talk to, like, so all my friends are separate, and that's for a good reason. All my college friends will never meet y'all. Y'all will never meet my hood friends. Like, and it, it is it's for my own sanity. I'm the same with all of y'all, but... I give just different parts of myself to each yeah, of y'all. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so you have to have somebody like that. You have to have a team like that because, like, those are going to be the people that tell you, like, we did, like, bitches, you crazy. You should have that bitch. <laughs> like, all that. Like, you need those people. And then you also need the person to tell you, like, you know what? That was wrong. You need to go to the Better Business Bureau. Exactly. And exactly. do the right you know? thing and mm-hmm. make that Facebook call. You right. know what I'm saying? But you need that because yeah. everything ain't so flat. Everything no, ain't so easy. Everything not. ain't so, you know, oh, that was racist. Of course, we're going to think something that a white person does is racist. All the time, it's not, though. Sometimes it's just them being a horrible-ass person. Ignorant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I t- ignorant. Exactly. Like, I talk shit about white people. Mm-hmm. I do. I know they talk shit about me. Mm-hmm. I'm not racist, and I know we can't be racist. I'm not prejudiced, but sometimes I have prejudices. It, right, exactly. Sometimes I have problems, mm-hmm. and I don't mind expressing them. And I know that I have a problem because this person happened to have been white as well. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when we have incident, and I'm not saying this about your incident at all, because that was blatantly, that was just no wrong, mm-hmm. totally wrong. But sometimes when we have incidences, and they're against a, a certain race, like. Nah, it, it wasn't it wasn't that. I, when you say you grew up in a in a white town, I grew I grew up in Gaston, Alabama. Went to a all I was the only person that the um I went to a Christian school, Southern Baptist. Okay, oh, I was the only <laughs> black person for six years. For 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 the first like three or four years, I was the only black person some of them had ever seen in their life. Like to right. the point where right. they were rubbing my skin to see if shit was if shit. Do it come off like? I don't know. Like I ain't never <laughs> had to question that before. Right. Like, so I understand, and I under I got called a nigger the first time when I was in like third grade, mm-hmm. not knowing what it, that it was even a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But again, it just depends on like your experiences and like the type mm-hmm. of people you you have around you when you're growing up. That kind of makes you lean a certain way. So my mom, like, she explained to me what it was at an early age. Like, you know, this has gonna be, and this is what you gotta avoid, and this is what you look out for. And so even today, like, I go in with all those um, built up, like, um, ex- bad experiences about white people from there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I come here to Cleveland and I see some of the same shit, but I can't hold it against it. Like, I can't. I can't automatically say, oh, that person is racist because, you know, bitch might have stuck her foot out at me and tried to trip me. No, that bitch going to get her ass whooped. But it's not because she's racist. <laughs> it's just because she was a mean person. Like, she was just the wrong person. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, so, I mean, it's just stuff like that that you got to have, like, you got to be able to think when they say outside the box. Like, you got to be able to think of things from so many different angles right, and the only exactly. way that you can think of the only way that you can really do that is from experiences and then from having different groups of friends that are in your head because I know when I do something stupid my best friend rises in my head bitch do you really do I ain't even gotta call her or nothing like I just literally yeah. hear like good angel bad angel you do on my people. head like you gotta mm-hmm. have people because I mean you do you'll, you sometimes you'll take stuff and you know different things that you won't but just having a, a few people to say you know and of course like she said like we said mm-hmm. be 
kind of solid in yourself, but sometimes you do need that out perspective. I overthink every damn thing, so I think stuff. I contradict the thing I'm thinking, the thing I actually feel about it, I let that go and contradict that thing. Well, it's a possibility, but you know, I, I mean, a lot of times I, I come to the thing I want. But I did have a question, because I'm sure we probably we get to that. But, and maybe this will be the start of another episode, but I did want to know how that experience related to whatever, if you even remember, whatever you were going to say about getting into art or racism. Oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Cause I mean, you said oh. that nigga all types of red flags. Like, oh, like, oh, nigga, hell no, man. What the fuck? Skirt, stop the tank. <laughs> so I would like to know where, like, you know, the start of that conversation as far as you started, you say you wanted to get into art. Mm-hmm. And then you, you started with that experience. So mm-hmm. what, I guess, just where mm-hmm. were you going with it? Oh, oh, yes. Okay, so I, um, I've been writing songs my whole life. I've been writing poetry my whole life. Um, I wanted to get a book published when I was 16. Didn't have the money for it. Mm -hmm. Didn't really work out. Um, but I put a lot of myself into my music. Mm -hmm. Um, I am classically trained bassist. I've been playing for 13 years. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, like, I know how to compose things. Mm -hmm. And I think, ooh, okay. So, um, I think that one of the things that, hinders me from that is the fear of being accepted but that's that's something that i'm not being accepted rather but that's something that like you guys are talking about it's like you have to yeah, i have to know myself mm-hmm. I know, that's I've also never, an artist thing though too. yeah yeah i mean we don't want to be judged although we want to be judged yeah, like, we don't exactly. you know, we want to be accepted exactly but, mm-hmm. but like yeah like i want to i'm very afraid of putting something out there and like I said, I, I don't really know myself. Like I've spent a whole lot of my time with like anxiety that's just like, instead of working past it, I just kind of wallowed in it. I didn't think I'd make it to 21. I'm surprised that I'm here now. Um, so I'm trying to figure out who I am in relation to my art uh, as pretentious well, as that is. That's a lifelong. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that's it, not pretentious though, that's real. Like that's, <laughs> I just came up with a new theory last week. So <laughs> white people call that pretentious because they ain't got all that other motherfucking anguish that we got. So they have, <laughs> I mean, for real, that's what you grew up in Twinsburg. So it's like, you probably heard pretentious and mm-hmm. existential as it relates right. to the artistic journey a lot. Mm-hmm. When, you know, you gotta find something to hold on to when you ain't got shit, but yeah. when, when you're black and dealing with shit, it ain't necessarily pretentious. It just <laughs> is what. <laughs> Man, um, but uh, but yeah. that's that's actually a good yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to a place where I can even just feel comfortable putting pen to paper. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I've been stuck in this rut for like a year now. Like I, I'll write something. I'll write. God, over the course of a year, I've written the equivalent of four albums, right? Like I've written stuff, recorded it, gotten the parts, made it, and hated it and deleted it all. Cause I just, I'm so serious. Oh, you never delete You never word. delete it, I, never delete it. It's just, you just put it to the Always side. Always come back to it. Bury yeah. it, hide it under the bed, like put it on the drive and mm-hmm. hide it. Mm-hmm. Never, you know, it just, but don't it, delete it. I don't know why, it just, it feels so. But that's okay. I'm, 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 I think it's because I don't know a whole lot about myself. Mm-hmm. It never really feels authentic. Okay. And I'm worried that I don't want to, I know that you're not supposed to put everything. You're not just supposed to let everyone know everything about you through your, whatever you're making. But I worry that it's not even a part of myself that's there. Can I stop and, you right there? Mm-hmm. Because number one, whenever, whatever type of artist you are, whatever type of art you do, whatever type of thing you create, you're putting your truth out there. Mm-hmm. 
So it'll always be you. I don't give a fuck if you if you sat there and copied those notes that that, that um she's writing, mm -hmm. it is it, it's still you because it's in your handwriting and you processed it through your head. Mm -hmm. So whatever comes out of you is going to be authentically you. You can't never say that about your own work. Like that's it's it's, it's like if you take a shit, like, it's, I'm serious, I know I go back to the bathroom stuff all the time, but it's, because it's essential, it's life, like, if you take a shit, like, it, you're releasing, but it's still yours to release, even when you flush it down the toilet, it's no longer part of your body, but it was yours, okay. that was your truth, and that was what you ate, or whatever else that was formed but into see, that. Your body's still reacting to it, after, after it, right. like, but see, here's like the thing, that. I think, the truth that you can write down, but the difference between that and what you're trying to, no, not just what you're trying to say actually, but the authenticity in those words. That there's, that yeah, you can write down, I feel like crap today. Mm -hmm. But what you really want to be able to say is that there was a finger that came down from heaven and it ripped into my chest and it pulled something out of me. You want to be able to express yes, what that actual exactly. I feel feeling like is. My by the time it gets from my head to paper, right? I've already expounded on it in my head like five different times, mm -hmm. and it's just I can't. Now, is that based from you or based from how you think people will see it? Because I feel like so like that's it's a little bit twofold. I deal with that a little bit. Writing, I write, and then I'm like, this is the dumbest shit. Ever Constantly. in life, this sound like some you know I I'm a little intelligent sometimes, and this is like you know. But then there's this other thing where like I have this little bit of fear about judgment of black people in public space. Ooh, so when uh -huh. I put when I put something black out, you know, because mm -hmm. black people are in it, mm -hmm. people are not gonna take it as these are people just living. It's more like oh this is ghetto or this is yeah, whatever. Or this is black so art. and yeah. I feel like that's two separate things that mm -hmm. I go through. Even though I kind of let that go, mm -hmm. but those are two things. So one of them is me. Mm -hmm. You know, I judge my writing just because I don't like it. I don't like how it came out. I don't like that it that I wasn't able to convey. <laughs> but then on the other side, when I'm putting certain things out, I judge based on how I feel other people will take it. Mm -hmm. So do you feel that that's you or, you know, are you judging yourself or are you judging based on, you know, the judge? Because the fact of the matter is when you put things out there, you will be judged. Mm -hmm. And you have to kind of get comfortable with that as, you know, as an artist, as a person, that people are gonna say things, mm -hmm. period. They're not gonna accept it how you may have gave it to them. You know, they're not gonna see what you wanted them to see. Once, you, once it's out there, it's out there to be consumed, period. Mm -hmm. And you have to kind of find a piece in that a little bit to be able to put out. So mm -hmm. do you have either, you know. And this is gonna be the final word because we do have to wrap up. So. Sorry. No, that's no, okay. Um, I think that I, wow, that's, that's first of all, great question. Um, I think that I feel more worried about what people think of me just because I have. Yeah. So, Hi. no, no, you're Hi. fine. You're fine. Oh, sorry. We're about to wrap up. Yeah. No, no, you're all good. We're going to clean up real quick. Um, oh, yes. Lessons. Sorry. Um, I feel like I'm so, I've been worried all my life about like what other people think of me and how, how I can navigate so that people won't hurt me mm -hmm. or how I can navigate so that it'll be lessened. Um, and I've carried that through my whole life. Um, and I think that's, cause even if I can write something down and be like, that's not half bad. I'm like, oh, well, my, would my love mother like it? Would my brothers like it? Mm. Would people that I care mm -hmm. about like it, mm -hmm. you know? And Are you writing for them now? 
Okay, we got it. One last. I'm gonna wrap that up. One, one last thing in rapping. I was just gonna say. A lot of times we do know ourselves. We're just not comfortable with us yet. Hmm. Like you know, I mean, really truthfully, you've been in that body a long time, and there are things you still try to figure out. Hmm. But a lot of times you know some answers, but you're not comfortable with it, and therefore you circle around that motherfucker for you know till you <laughs> till you finally just accept it. Yeah. But okay. 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 Only because we gotta no, go. Here, wrap up. Yeah. So. Until next week, I don't know. I'll say the whole thing. I'll make a whole pre-recorded thing, add it on to the end of this. Now, this is exactly what I wanted this show to be. So I'm just really glad this happened. And it all felt like very sisterly bonding and motivation. And like, I was like tearing up a little bit at points. Like, right? I was oh like, my God. I was tearing up. I'm tearing a little. Yes. Oh, I was touched. I so like yes. I was rambling and shit. No, it's good. This is what I wanted. Because y'all don't really know each other that well, but I know all of y'all individually, and this was just good. This is exactly what I knew would happen, is y'all get into a room, and y'all would be supportive and giving oh. each other, you know, critical advice and stuff. This was great, and I'm just happy about it. So, oh, okay. we're going to wrap well, up, subscribe to this happy. podcast, stay subscribe. tuned for more good times in this thing. Adios.